0: Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Unless you live alone on an island, you have a relationship with someone. It may be a family member, it may be a friend, coworker, neighbor, or just someone that you meet casually. Today we're going to continue our series on relationships. We're talking about a marriage relationship, we're talking about sexual abuse, Among family members, between a brother and a sister that we'll see in Scripture. We'll also look into adultery and sexual immorality as well. All of these happen in the realm of relationships. So get your Bible, lean forward, and enjoy these messages on family relationship. Hopefully, you will find them a blessing in your life. God has a perspective on that, so join us as we take a walk in the light of God's Word. There were three friends who married women from different parts of the country. The first man married a woman from the north. He told her that, that she was to do the dishes and the house cleaning. It took a couple of days, but on the third day he came home to see a clean house and dishes washed and put away. The second man married a woman from the west. He gave his wife orders that she was to do all the cleaning, the dishes, and the cooking. The first day, he didn't see any results. But the next day, he saw it was better. By the third day, he saw his house was clean and the dishes were done. There was a huge dinner on the table. The third man married a woman from Louisiana. He ordered her to keep the house clean, dishes washed, the lawn mowed, laundry washed, and a hot meal on the table for every meal. He said the first day he didn't see anything. The second day he didn't see anything. But by the third day, some of the swelling had gone down and he could see a little out of his left eye. And his arm was healed enough that he could fix himself a sandwich (laughs) and load the dishwasher. Although there are challenges in marriages, there are millions of couples who have and still do experience the joy of a fulfilled marriage. There are some people who are happily married and is enjoying their marriage. It was God's intent that a man and a woman are joined in holy matrimony. It was God's intent that a man and a woman are joined in holy matrimony. I never thought I would see the day that we had to underline a man and a woman joined in holy matrimony. God told Adam that it was not good for man to be alone. The Bible says that a man should leave his mother and his father and cleave to his wife. Since it is the man's responsibility to find and provide for the wife, God made provisions in his word to take care of the women, the widows and unmarried women. It seems we have more unmarried women today than ever in our country. There are those, of course, who may have no interest in getting married. And that number seems to be growing. There are others, however, who still desire to marry and experience the love and companionship of a husband. So I want to give you a little bit of a, definition when we're speaking today because we're going to be talking about a husband and that's going to be different from a man. The definition of a husband is one who is married to a woman. The definition of husband also means one who is responsible for growing and embellishing husband means one who is prudent in the economy of the family I looked up a definition it has more than just somebody who's married that means one who is taken care of when they talk about those who used to work in the vineyards those whose job was to take care of the vineyards for the wine they call them a husband man Because he took care of things. Just because he's a male don't mean he gonna be a good husband. I thought I'd get that straight before we talk about it. Because you don't want to be like this one woman who said, I'd rather have a piece of man than no man at all. You don't want a piece of man. I ain't said pizza man. (laughs) There are those who would like to, to fulfill the desires of motherhood within the confines of marriage without just having a baby daddy today we're going to see the hand of God moving in the lives of some women in the book of Ruth it's going to be a lengthy reading because the book is four chapters and we want to look at the whole story so we're going to fast forward through this story to give you the picture in the book of Ruth beginning in chapter one verse three says now Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died and she was left with her two sons. They married Moabite women, one named Ophrah and the other Ruth. After they lived there about 10 years, both Malon and Kilion also died and Naomi was left without her two sons and her husband. And when she heard in Moab that the Lord had come to the aid of his people by providing food for them, Naomi and her daughter-in-law prepared to return home from there. With her two daughters-in-law, she left the place where she had been living and set out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. Then Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, go back, each of you, to your mother's home." May the Lord show kindness to you as he has shown to your dead and to me. May the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. Then she kissed them and they wept aloud and said to her, We will go back with you to your people. But Naomi said, Return home, my daughters. Why would you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I am too old to have another husband. Even if I thought there was still hope for me, and even if I had a husband tonight and gave birth to sons, would you wait until they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters. It is more bitter for me than for you because the Lord's hand has gone out against me. At this they wept again, and Ophir kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth clung to her. This chapter opens with summaries of the position and condition of these women. Naomi was married. She had two sons. She had the best of all worlds. She had a husband, and she had two boys. You have to realize that in that country and in that culture, the Uh, The success of the woman depended upon whether she had a husband. And if she had no husband, she better have some sons who would take care of her as she was sunk. There was no government assistance. There were no welfare. There was no social security. There was no Medicaid. No Medicare. The only thing you had to depend on was your husband or your son there is Naomi who is introduced to us with the notice that her husband died and left her with two sons. She's okay. Her husband had led the family to Moab away from Judah because there was a famine in Judah. They went to a foreign country. And as any responsible husband did, he he did what he could to for the survival of the family. That's what a husband does. He looked to see what he have to do to keep the family going. He said we got to move to where there's food and there's, there's something we can live on. And Naomi was blessed to have the two sons and the sons had the responsibility to set into the fa- step into the father's role as providers of the family when our father when their father died. There was no government assistance as I said and if there was no responsible male the family would be in trouble. I believe that is what we are experiencing today in this generation. It has been a couple of generations just about where we have begun to see a lack of male responsibility for the family. Uh, You don't have to say amen. I know I am right. There has been a lack of male responsibility for the family. And that has led to a breakdown in discipline, provisions, protections, and preservation of the family. We have generation of men who have grown up without fathers in the home. We got men who had no man training, trying to lead or manage a family where they've had no training on them on their own. They don't know what it is to be the kind of man that provides and works and takes care of the family and protect it. When Naomi's two sons, Malon and Killon, married two Moabite women, they married Ophrah. She had a television show. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They married Ophrah and Ruth. Their marriages lasted about 10 years and both of Naomi's sons die. Not only now is Naomi without sons to take care of her, she has two daughter-in-laws and they have no husband and they had no children. What we have at the beginning of this chapter are three widows, unmarried women. That may not sound much to you, but it was devastating to Naomi, especially because of the, her age, and to Oprah and Ruth, because neither had children, no sons. Three women, Naomi stuck in a foreign country with foreigners, they have no husbands. We can see the depth of their despair in verse 11. But Naomi said, return home, my daughters. Why would you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? I'm no good to you anymore. I can't help you with a husband. Return home, my daughters. I'm too old to have another husband. I'm too old. And even if I did and gave birth to some sons, are you going to wait for them to grow up so you can marry them? Then you'll be too old. No, it's more bitter. She said, it's bitter for me than for you. God has turned his hand against me. So what do all these three women have in common? They are all widowed. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thanks once again for joining us for this broadcast. We've been sharing with you messages on relationships, and I want you to continue to join us as we talk about marriage relationships, we talk about single relationships, we talk about, we're talking about inappropriate sexual abuse between a sister and a brother, we're talking about adultery and sexual immorality. All of these has to do with relationships. I want you to know that God is interested in our relationships and how we live and how we represent him in everything we do. If you would like to hear today's message in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And you can listen to these messages or previous messages that we have aired on this broadcast. And I also invite you to go to our website at L-O-W-C-F dot Again, that's L-O-W-C-F dot And then join us in person on Sundays. God is moving in a significant way. Pastor Jackie is bringing the word of God. And so join us at 10 o'clock Sunday mornings at 16161 Old Humble Road. And don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore. You may need communion supplies, Bibles, or study resources, or anointing oil. Come and see us at The Beacon. It's right here on our campus. Call The Beacon now at 281-441-2885. That's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.